The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. questions you always had, the answers you were never given, the place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time or your truth journey brought you here, welcome home. I want to wish all of you happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy whatever you want it to be. And remember our current offer. For every subscription you donate, we will donate one. This campaign runs until December 31st. Here's our chance to work together. Valid on Veritas or Sanitas. You can also buy a subscription or a flash drive for a loved one. And if you want to subscribe but cannot afford it, go to our website and write to us. We'll put you on the list. This is on a first-come, first-served basis. And to listen to tonight's full interview, just subscribe and enjoy everything Veritas has to offer. Give yourself the gift of truth. Tonight's special guest is Sonia Barrett, right now on Veritas. Sonia Barrett is globally recognized for her unique, in-depth and humorous style of explaining the nature of reality, that's not only a virtual reality, but ultimately a game. Sonia is the author of many books and is the host, producer, and founder of Sovereign Mind Radio. You can reach her at spiritinform.com and thebusinessofdisease.com. And for a more expanded bio, please visit our website. We have it listed there, but Sonia has been with us many times, so you know her. And directly from North Hollywood, California. I'm delighted to welcome our friend, Sonia Barrett. Hello, Sonia. Welcome back to Veritas. Oh, thank you so much for having me back. It's always a pleasure to be on your show, not just to be on your show, but to really dialogue with you. So, um, yeah. As I was telling you offline, as it is, as it is for me too, Sonia, and as I was telling you offline, my goodness, you have been doing a lot of things in the past few months. Every time you and I talk, you're doing something new, especially... We discussed this about a year ago, I believe you, you were with me on our first or second interview on my sister radio program, Sanitas. We were discussing the business of disease. You're now on Veritas, but why don't you tell people what the reception of the movie has been? 
Well, the the film premiered uh, this past sat well Saturday, November fifteenth, and I got to tell you, I had no expectations. That's how I do everything, um, and I could not have asked for more. The reception to the film was just amazing, and to see it on the big screen, and we had um, a little over two hundred people there. We had to actually um, increase the theater size, uh, you know, in the when once we find out people were constantly emailing uh, for seats, but the reception was absolutely wonderful. We've screened it um, at several places um, since then, and everybody, you know, is basically saying everybody needs to see this film. Um, And when you do things like this, you know, Mel, at least as the way I do it, I, I just dive in and I do it because I want to do this. I don't really have any expectations. I don't second guess or think people are going to love this or not love it. It's just not a thought process for me. I do it and then I bring it to completion and it's done. So I had no idea what this was, what the response was going to be. And finally, on Saturday, the 15th, I allowed myself to really let go and just be excited about the fact that I did this project. But for three and a half years, I, I, I didn't because I was just in the process. Um, so, so yes, so it was really awesome, really great response to it. And there's other things in the, in the make, in the works for it on a much bigger scale. Uh, also, too, we're, we're in a couple of film festivals, um, Mel, um, you know, that's coming up. And that's the Marina Del Rey Film Festival and the Culver City Film Festival. And we, you know, we have several others pending because we're just, we're new. We're just coming out. So that's, uh, so that's some of what's, what's happening. And there's a book, of course, that goes with the film. And people are loving that book. And it's called Health and Inside Job and Outside Business, a chapter written by everybody in the film. It's uplifting, incredibly uplifting um, for anybody. I don't care what, what your situation is. If you're feeling great, if you're not feeling great, this this book and, and everything that these individuals are saying um, really uh, uh, helps to nourish uh, one one's spirit, mind, and body. I saw that on Amazon, and I was wondering because I didn't know what it was. But I'm I'm glad that that you're telling me what it is because we need to have you back on Sanitas then to discuss that book because you were so kind to recommend a lot of the participants on the on the film who made it to to Sanitas uh, in the first uh, few months, and they were absolutely fantastic. Yes, lots of amazing people. And um, it just kind of leaves me speechless sometimes because these people, all the people that I think I sent through to you, I love them because they are, you know, what you call people with a lot of these people have doctorates and so on. But but that's not what they're about. They are just real people, no egos. Down and, to earth. Yes, down to earth. And I wanted the film to be true to for, just all the way through. I didn't want it to be just, you know, big names and, um, oh, you have a lot of big names in your film, but they weren't nice. <laughs> I didn't want that. I really wanted genuine people um, and, and people who had stories who it wasn't just theory. It was things that they had experienced 
experience, like Anne Baroque, who had multiple sclerosis um, and and uh, cured herself, um, changed her DNA codes basically. And and Catherine Rossi, who um, it, it, we couldn't talk about it in the film that much because the story was so huge. But in the book, she discusses the brain injury. You know, she got hit in the head with a uh, surfboard while tr- learning how to surf at, at 53, um, and she could have had brain damage. She could have actually died. But she discusses the healing process um, and the, you know, creating new neuropathways and so on through through art, through so many things. So whatever it is one is experiencing, and that's the feedback, again, I'm getting from people, is that the book is phenomenal. It's an extension of the film. But even though it's it's named Health and Inside Job, meaning it happens in here, um, but on the outside, it's a business. It really is totally uplifting all the way through. So no no doom and gloom, but practical applications to really um, heal and keep keep you healed then in, in emotionally and physically and um, spiritually. You always have a way with titles, which I love, by the way. <laughs> but I decided that we needed to talk again. And as I always tell people, I, I read books all the time. I prepare for interviews. But this time, I wanted to have a conversation with Sonia because this is, you know, the week before Christmas. It's the holidays. You know, some people celebrate the holidays. Some people do not celebrate the holidays. Some people love the holidays. Some people hate the holidays because either they feel that they're alone. And hopefully, if they're listening to us tonight, just know. Just know that we're with you. You don't have to feel alone ever, especially at this time of the year. And we turn on the TV and it's all fear, fear everywhere, Ebola, war, ISIS, politics, you name it. It's all fear-based. It completely makes us stop what we're doing. It stops the motion. And when you stop moving, you stop really living, literally. And tonight I want to really uplift the people, to, to let them know that there's hope, that there's the fact that we're living, we're above ground, we're standing horizontally. This is all it takes for you to see that tomorrow is a better day. Instead of us focusing so much on the what has been, why don't we focus on the what will be and what is? Absolutely. What's possible Um, I like to remind people that we live in, um, as I like to say, an ocean of possibilities. And sometimes we forget that because I think the things that we hear in the media and so on sort of drowns out um, or blocks that memory that, wait a second – I live in an in a just big a big sea of possibilities, and anything else that I'm hearing, that that's that's one possibility. But what are the possibilities for me? What what would I like to do right now? Ideally, in in my life, and I think that's so important. And I when I do consultations, I I try to really help people to clear away all of the reasons that they might give themselves themselves for for not doing something and and then just going wait a second what what, what would you really like to do i ideally what would you like to do and so i think those things are really important and i also think it's important to realize that what you're hearing maybe on the news and you know um or in the newspaper or or on the internet those things are going on in a whole lot of different realities then let's say but yet it's still it's still this 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 earth and this reality but what's going on for you right now how how is it really 
impacting you? Why is it impacting you, if anything, that way? Why are we taking it in um, to that degree um, of emotions? You have to look at your own life and right now. And as Mel said in the very beginning, there's a gratefulness that comes when you see that I am alive. And as long as you are alive, there's always hope. There's always possibility. So it's like not focusing on all of the things that we would define as negative or derogatory. Just that, just don't hold that focus um, at all on that because it really isn't your life at this time. Also, Mel, I have to say that we, we need to keep in mind too that so many things that we hear, we don't know what's what's true and what's not true. So we need to keep that in mind as well. There's so many things that are that are said um, that we don't know. And so we, we need to keep an open mind and not be so giving of um, our emotions, meaning draining our own emotions by attaching ourselves to the fear that is being projected by much of, of this information. You have a life and that life belongs to you. And the question always is, what do I want to, to do right now? And just to, just love yourself, regardless of what's going on. It is about the embrace, embracing one's self and just being grateful for being here right now, regardless of, you know, what some of the circumstances that one may be going through. That can change at any given time. And I know that. So I won't keep talking. But, but, but I, you know, Mel, I've been through a lot of things in my life. And some people listening to you probably have heard some of those things. And as my my son, my younger son always says, God, nobody would believe you've been through the stuff that you've been through. So I get it. I know that when we fall, sometimes it's hard to pick ourselves up. But guess what? But you can. You you totally can. And I'm living proof of that. Um, and to be able to enjoy, you know, life right now and, and creating and, and so on. So it is very, very uh, possible. You know, we, as I mentioned, some people celebrate Christmas, some people do not, some people celebrate the holidays. What can we tell those that are middle of the road, you know, other ways to make an interpretation of what the holiday season should be, even if you don't celebrate Christmas? Well, you know, I, I take any and everything and I turn it around to what I want it to be. That's what I do. Um, if it's Christmas, you know, maybe you don't celebrate Christmas. Sometimes we get too lost in, um, no, it's, you know, I don't celebrate Christmas. It's, you know, it's just all nonsense. Okay. Well, that might be so, but how can I turn this around for myself? What do I want to do for me right now? I might not want to buy gifts for anybody, but how am I going to gift myself? You can look at it as, just that one moment um, that you maybe do something special, different for yourself than 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 you have all year. You can convert this those those holidays to whatever you want to. There is nothing set in stone, and that's something that we also need to keep in mind. Just because these days are designated, you know, uh, dates, it doesn't mean there is no rule that says that we have to celebrate them. 
So for me to even get upset about the fact that it's, you know, it's Christmas from that standpoint and all the shopping and all, you know, if that's what those people want to do, then that's fine. Maybe I don't want to. But how am I going to turn this around for myself? Well, I'm going to do some things for myself. What do I want to do? Maybe I just want to sit sit home and watch movies. Maybe I want to take myself to dinner. Maybe I want to take myself to the movies. But but to focus on how angry you are or upset you are because people are out there buying and doing Christmas, think about it just for a minute. Think about that for a minute. What? How does that change anything for you? What difference does it make? for you that other people are doing that you know what different this is how I look at things for myself so I'm I'm only telling you how I manage to keep myself um, feeling good as much as possible is to realize it matters not if that's what the my neighbor wants to do or whoever it is wants to do if that's what they want to do that's fine but that might not be a choice that I'm making for myself. But it doesn't mean I'm going to then make myself miserable because I don't agree with what they're doing. Absolutely not. I am going to celebrate the, the moment for myself and I'm going to put a different spin on what this moment means for me, converting it. So that's what I say to people about, um, you know, Christmas or um, Thanksgiving. Now, people have memories. Sometimes there's a loved one that passed away during the holidays, and uh, it becomes challenging because every time you you know you keep remembering uh, that person passed away. Why don't we in at that time remember the wonderful times that you had with that person? Um, perhaps during the holidays, there might have been a time in your life where you did embrace the holidays. You know, the beauty is that we can we can replay memories, great memories instead of taking, you know, taking it in a completely different direction. How about we celebrate the memory of that person by remembering those moments that we spent and that was oh so wonderful. Um, even even going to maybe a couple of the places maybe that you went with that person that felt really really good to you. So, so again, I think it's changing our, you know, our perception of, of that, but the doom and gloom aspect of it is, is really is not serving. Um, and you want to get the holidays over with. So instead of feeling like, Oh God, I can't wait for, for Christmas to pass or Thanksgiving to pass, step back. Cause if you don't change it every year, you will go through this. So you have to, to go to make a decision to convert how you're going to experience those dates because you can't hibernate unless you're a bear. You can't sleep <laughs> through, through what's going on. Um, but you can certainly, and if you have a good friend you want to hang out with, when when I have a very good friend, Mel, um, years, this is few, several years ago, we both were so down in the dumps. It was over the holidays. And the reason is, we think we both had gone through these breakups. It was so, it was so heart wrenching <laughs> with the situation that we did. We got together um, um, for, I think it might've been Christmas or Thanksgiving. Uh, and we did, we, we kind of wrote it out together, but in the process of writing it out, we just sat and laughed. The two of us, we just, we laughed at ourselves. 
we actually had a great time just laughing at ourselves. And so now years later, when her and I get together and we look back, she's now married and, and you know, I'm well, my wedding, my my union celebration is actually uh, April of next year. So, you know, we look back and think, gosh, can you believe? Remember those days when we sat together for Christmas and we're so depressed and we just laughed. So you come up with ways to make yourself feel better. But honestly, you are the only one that can really, truly make that effort to do that. And it is so worth it because you're worth it. You know, I love to use the word transmute. I hear of people like you mentioned Anne Baroque, lover. You know, she she almost died of MS when she was younger and now she helps people. Mm-hmm. You went through per- your personal issues. and. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, Subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.